Hi folks, uh, for this week's letter show, the only warnings I have are uh, related to pet death and COVID deaths. Yeah, it's it's been that kind of year. Uh, also, the thinking of pets, we have them. Oh, do we ever? Hound is, where is Lacey? Uh, she just jumped up barking and went to go yell at something. Okay, uh, so they make noise. And Indeed. sometimes they come and wreck my desk. That would be the cat's. And uh, during our first break, I'm going to go put the chickens away. So, you know, animal noises happen. Uh, And often, we swear. Oh, yes. Because of them. Frequently. And other things, but usually because Sergei is knocking things off the desk. Uh, But Sergei is currently contained. Yes. In a secure location. So much as one can contain a force like Sergei. Yes. Um, But uh, so swearing happens, and that is why we're marked explicit. Hi folks, welcome to Productivity Alchemy episode 203. So, it's a letter show, and it's... A tie hound. A momentous week Yes, at Wombat House. It is. Our, our housemate Liz is finally hitting the road yes. for her, her uh, nomad trip into the Great Blue Yonder. Yeah, yeah. And, and we are... We are uh, uh, like... About probably about the time this releases. Yes. So, which is going to be tomorrow morning, um, because she scheduling. will be hitting the road. Yeah. And we we are torn between yay now we don't have to wear pants in the house ever again and uh, oh no Liz was always so great about going out to get fast food when no one wanted to cook. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, also, I I don't know if I will do the complete don't have to wear pants because. Some kitten, you're not really a kitten anymore, are you, Shaw? You're a big boy. But he likes to sit on my lap and then knead, and uh, I'd much rather have denim yes. between his kneading paw and my important bits. Uh, yes, so, uh, he is He is a very needy boy. He's 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 so sweet and so loving. He's currently on my desk just sniffing and rubbing on everything. Yes. I have no idea where his brother is. Oh, probably off. Okay. And he, he's also a klutz. Yeah, Shaw just fell off the thing backwards. He was he was computer. backing up, and I guess he didn't realize the edge <laughs> was there, and he just slid right off. Yes, and and you know landed fine, of course, because mm-hmm. he's a cat and walked off. He doesn't have the sort of vaguely embarrassed "I meant to do that" look. He's just like, "Oh, that's a thing that happened to me." And he just yeah, he just goes <laughs> on about his business. Yes, he does. He does. Hi, beautiful yeah. hound. Yes, um, you are still the most beautiful hound. So in the late house. last week. I was handed a new project. Yes, you were very excited. I'm very excited, uh, except, of course, it's really, really, like, high profile, and it is getting attention, like, delivery on this thing is getting attention from literally the highest point in the company down. So I'm like, yeah, I gotta be so on top of this. And we've been doing the handover from the, the previous project manager, like, the last two days, and I'm just trying to wrap my head around it before I have to send my first status update, which means I'm also trying to figure out what the status is overall, other than, yeah, it looks like we're going to make it. I want to get something better than that. So... I'm still, is, I am still familiarizing myself with the project and hope to have more concrete deliverables shortly, a, that a is, that status is, you can give? That is next week. That okay. is like, if I, like... If I don't have it done by that very first status report, I am going to just be, yes, I am still getting all of this. We're working towards 
a scheduling a goal, and I will get that to you as soon as I know it. Yes. Um, but wow, it's just I, I I'm at once just so excited and terrified because this is what I want to be doing. Yeah. Right. And but I didn't expect to just be thrown in the deep end, as it were. With oh yeah, here's something that you know is uh, is being considered high, high, high. F- from the executive staff down like okay well then i will make this happen uh, but it's a great opportunity i'm really thrilled to be doing it and you know it's the sort of thing that i've kind of been preparing myself for for the last six or seven years so yeah um that's wonderful yeah and of course i also got handed just before that I was handed another, here's a thing that we need to get done ASAP project, except this time, instead of being the person in charge of organizing it, I'm one of the people who has to do the work. And, you know, so um, one of the things my manager was clear on is this is how much time this high profile new thing should take. And if it doesn't, come talk to me. There you go. And so, you know, he's he's cognizant of people having a tendency to to overdo it especially in my field uh on the site reliability engineering um we are all workaholics and we all want things to work and that's why we're so good at this job but that also means that part we, of setting you up to succeed is setting realistic time frames and, for uh, how to not work yourself into the ground. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, I've already got a, a one-on-one weekly, and now I've got another weekly check-in for the new, new thing. And, uh, you know, constantly, since the other one is, like, internal to our team, constantly in communication with the, like, three other people doing stuff for it. So it's all pretty good. Cool. Yeah, it's exciting. You... I've just had, I think, your first full week back at the coffee shop. Uh, yes, pretty much. Uh, I'm doing great, actually. I managed like 2,000 words today. I'm like at over 6,000 for the week, uh, which yeah. is a really good week. Uh, it's, yeah, um, my editor asked me how the one book was going and that I'm nervous about, and so I panicked and put like, 3,000 some words on it (laughs) and I don't know if it's going any better but uh, at least there's more of it to go badly and uh, oh okay yeah and the other project I still have hopes of getting done this month so uh, yeah I'm still slathering words on it as possible and um, right on yeah there's a lot of words that need to be worded but I managed another hunk of sort of connective tissue today and I'm at the stage where, in addition to, like, writing the end of the book, which is mm-hmm. a thing people like books to have endings. Um, it's very important. Yes. Yes, uh, yes. We're not all Neil Stevenson. We can't get away with not ending the book. Uh, he ended one. Yes, he ended one. And he ended one storyline in Cryptonomicon. And Wait, what, what's the one you think he ended? Uh, he ended uh, Zodiac had an ending. Zodiac had an ending, yes. 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 And uh I, I Snow Crash, I'm not sure if it Snow really Crash did, Snow Crash ended more or yeah, less. More it or didn't less. really have an ending, but it, it didn't have a resolution. Yeah, it I mean mostly stuff was sort of tied up and it ended a little abruptly. 
Diamond Age just wandered off somewhere uh, yeah. way past when it should have. Diamond and... Age was the, the first Neil Stevenson book that uh, I, I loved it. I loved the concept. I loved the world. I love everything he did in it right up until the end. And then I wanted to throw the book out a window. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that basically sets you up for the Neil Stevenson experience. Although the first thing I read was Snow Crash. And I was like, this is a good book. I enjoy this. This is great. Uh, I love the writing. And ending was a little abrupt, but okay. Then you get to like Cryptonomicon and all the other threads. You're like, uh, uh, except for the one good ending. And you're like, uh, is this book missing a chapter in my printing? <laughs> is some of it gone? What happened? Yeah. Okay, so I will say, though, that uh, one of his later books um, that I read, Remedy... Yeah, I stopped reading after a while. Yeah, it, it, it went places, but it actually had a real ending at the end. Well, good so, for it. Yeah. But uh, I can see why it might not be to your tastes. Yes. Anyway, so my point was, I need to end a book because... Uh, I would like people to buy more books, and so I have to write the ending, but also I'm sort of trying to join up all of the connective tissue, <laughs> and there's also yeah. a, a bit where I have a gap that literally reads, insert blowjob here, and I'm going to have to write that, which Boy, is... Boy, am I glad we have the strong language warning. Because, look, I always leave the sex scenes for very near the end, because... They're so hard to write because they have to be like, you know, not corny, but also not super mechanistic. Yeah. But, and I am not, you know, I, I don't aspire to be hot. Okay. It, like if, if you find any of my sex scenes hot, great, go you. But I sort of do not expect them to be. I just want to get the characters through this with character development and me not staring at the ceiling too much. And so, uh, yeah, they're they're one of the really hard bits to write. Uh, so, yeah. So thinking of staring at the ceiling, I'm going somewhere with this. Okay, good. Um, one of the things that has been discussed uh, among my friends and I who work conventions yes is quiet space rooms that because people are going to need places to basically have a quiet spot and stare at the ceiling as in-person events start happening more yes since we've all developed some exciting uh, uh, fear of, if not fear of crowds, deep, uh, deep unfamiliarity with crowds now. Yes. yes. Um, well, I mean, you know, we've also, uh, we, there was also some discussion about, uh, you know, hey, um, people have to relearn social skills. Like, yeah. They have, they, the whole Zoom family meet and greet with families and whatever is, has been a lifesaver for so many during the pandemic, but only a very few, few small of us are used to that sort of thing in our daily lives yeah. prior to the pandemic. Like, I've been working from home for 10 years. I understand all of the extra things you need to do to maintain all of those other skills. So there's going to be a learning curve for people. Yeah, and, and this isn't mm -hmm. just conventions, just in general. Like, you know, a yeah. friend of mine texted me the other day and was like, it's, I've been out of quarantine for a month and people just want to talk to me. How that, what is this? How the hell did we do all this? People just talk so much. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yep. Uh, yeah. 
But I'm thinking, you know, the first time some people are going to hit that first event with a couple hundred, a couple thousand, tens of thousands of like the one event I staff, tens of thousands of people potentially, um, and are just going to lose their shit. Yeah, because they, they, you know, and so uh, already starting to talk about making accommodations for that because we don't want people to. <laughs> Be you know. overwhelmed and yeah. have, have to have meltdowns in the hall. We we will give you a space right. to have a meltdown. It is okay. We understand. Or, or more importantly, a place to get all of the stimulus out where you can chill, where you can, you know, where you can level set. Yeah. And if it's something you can't handle, great. We will probably be, you know, finding ways to get you back to your room to, and quiet space or whatever. But um, it's it's an interesting thing to have to consider in terms of now this is an accessibility concern for potentially a lot of people where it wasn't yeah. a year ago yeah year and a half ago and I, yeah. and also i would add don't feel bad if you are one of the people who cannot jump immediately back into you know being in massive crowds like i'm probably gonna be weirded out by massive crowds and i've been going out and doing all the grocery shopping and stuff and i'm pretty chill it's just we have gone from no in-contact social interaction yeah, yeah. or very, very minimal to, uh, yeah, it, it's, you got to work up to this stuff. Yeah. Like the idea of doing a con of three days of I am on for X period and I will be at a table and people will come up and talk at me strikes me as frankly really a lot. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I hadn't even thought of that. Like, great, so are we going to need to consider some sort of plastic shield next time we do an in-person convention and have a table? Uh, well, that's not until a year away, so... Yep. We'll worry about it then. Yeah. All right. Well, that's that's it for us this week. Um, yes, and you should go take care of your chicken. I should. It's, it's dark out, and so what I've got is I've got some letters... And we will get to those right after this. chickens uh they're fine and i i went out and said good night to everyone as i do it's Every, adorable yes um i i had a, a brief moment when uh it looked like i had lost lenore but then i had to you know i open up the door and i sort of stick my head in and everybody's like oh god he's climbing into the coop and moved just enough for me to see that ninja was uh in front of lenore who is uh, very small well, you don't want to have a lost Lenore. Exactly. It, it, no good will come of it. Yes. You can tell why I, where and how I named her after I saw her doing her first uh, Raven sort of setting pose. All right. So let's get to this. Um, first letter is from Lou, um, who had sent me a planner page. And I was like, it looks awesome, but it didn't 
like re-render when I converted it. Uh, ah, yes. Well, have, they have sent me a new planner page. Yay! That, and I'm like, can I share it with the class? And the answer is yes. So I will have that linked in the thing. In show the, notes. In the show notes. Yes, those things. Yes. Um, uh, let's see. Mary Andrea wrote in to say, uh, I'm so grateful for your podcast. Could you please let me know what kind of self-heating mug you use? It sounds like the perfect gift for my significant other who never gets through a cup of coffee without microwaving it. So the answer to that is I, I have the Ember mug line. I highly recommend their travel mug. Um, and also the, now that they have them, if you were actually traveling, the car adapter so that it can, or the car charger for the mug. Uh, it's phenomenal. I love mine. And uh, I have been known to geek out with uh, our friend Murr when she gets new coffee gear. We'll geek at each other about coffee gear. And Murr actually contacted me and said, I will be first against the wall when the revolution comes. I have purchased a self-heating coffee mug. And I am like, oh, honey. You won't even be 10,000th against the wall when <laughs> no. the revolution comes. I'm, I'm already like <laughs> three times ahead of her. Because um, I've got three of them total. But only one travel mug. Uh, and that's, that's actually my primary coffee mug. I love it. Uh, and I'll link that in the show notes as well. It All is right. nice for not wasting coffee because one of the problems I've discovered going back to the coffee shop is I'm getting a lot of writing done, but I don't drink coffee that fast so my coffee will be half full yeah, and yeah. cold and i will go and ask for a warm-up basically and uh yeah and yeah all right so i have my first letter from sharon uh one thing i would like to say is that sharon has been very prolific with comments this last month and i love it i just don't have time to read all of them so not on air not on air i mean i've read all of them and then uh Sorry, Sharon, but uh, sort of done some highlights, like the the more, I think, impactful comments for this particular show. Um, so this goes all the way back to um, July of last year, episode 155, uh, when we were replacing our water heater. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. And uh, the interview I did with Dana. And um, uh, this is our first COVID-related trauma and death one. Uh, this was weirdly a hard one for me to listen to. I couldn't quite figure out how Dana could keep such a good attitude working as a grocery store employee in the pandemic, especially one who often worked in the cash register, a high possible degree of interaction with customers who might be anti-maskers. And I mean, yeah, it's actually a little bit of a concern. Um, but uh, yeah, More I had than a little bit, honestly. Yeah, I had forgotten that there was a period in the beginning of the pandemic when here in Massachusetts and New York and California, we were already seeing pretty high death counts, but places in the Midwest and South were still basically safe. It was such a weird moment because it felt pretty apocalyptic out here. But when I called home to Iowa, there were no cases until much later in the year. Um, I hope you can have Dana on again sometime this year because I'd like to hear more from other people who are essential workers during all this and how they got through. Um, now, Sharon had sent a follow-up to say, you know, that feels like a really, uh, a weirdly negative comment. And I, I think it's fine. I think it's actually a really interesting thing, especially now that we're almost a full year since that, well, over a year since uh, I recorded that interview and almost a four year since the episode, um, to see how things have changed. Yeah. Uh, in that year and how, you know, I don't know. It's, it's going to be interesting because I don't know if, 
a lot of places like grocery stores or whatever are just going to be like, all right, we can take down these Lucite barriers. It's hard to say. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, we don't know what's going to happen. Uh, yeah. Things could change wildly. We are things could not change at all. I I hope some things will stay changed. Uh yeah, so same, same. We're we're still seeing things with like uh, you know work from home people and the bosses <sighs> saying you have to come back in the office and people quitting. And so yeah, will that be a long term switch? I don't know. There's well, yeah, there's there's many people who are like you know what if I don't have to go into uh, there's no reason for me to have to go into an office. I get so much more done there are people who are like no i can't wait to get back into the office especially um there was somebody talking about i think you know you know it's great when you with all this advice about um you know make a dedicated space for work but i live in a square 700 square foot studio apartment yeah that, right that yeah. no that's not possible so it makes perfect sense yeah okay um i have this one from damien um about the last letter show um, Damien saying the combination of an Apple TV plus show and talking about cozy shows means I'm going to have to mention Ted Lasso. If you want the most kind, most cozy, amazing, joyous five hours of your life, really, really, really go spend some time with these people. I know a show about a U.S. football coach moving to the U.K. to coach real football. Sounds awful, but it's a show that gives a perfect model for non-toxic masculinity and coaching and management. Seriously, if you've got Apple TV plus, go watch it. I heard so many good things about this. Yes, so did yeah, I. And, yeah. and my friends are generally not sports show No, people, not really. So. No. Yeah. So, uh, no, and we've got two seasons of it to watch now. So I, we'll, we'll add it to the rotation um, when you're not playing Monster Hunter. I've gotten really into Monster Hunter World. The, yeah. Yeah. Again. Again. Uh, all right. From Tango. Um, about our last show. We know Tango. We do. Uh, K is right. Love is a verb. I'm absolutely going to use that in Tango's takes before the next letter show. And and Tango does this little, like, five-minute tops, like, Tango's take for the day. Uh, and I will link to that in the show notes. Um, in regards to the talk about your laptop upgrade, yes, Ursula, it's a trap. It's, it's a trap! It's the same kind of well-meaning trap that convinced you to get tested for ADHD. Okay, that was a bait-and-switch, dude. But I got all excited that it was a trap. I mean, Tango's not wrong. Um, and look how much happier you are now. Uh, I don't actually have an empirical ability to tell if I am happier because I got the stuff, like, literally as we were going into a pandemic. Okay, that's fair. So I was actually medicated and then, honestly, fairly miserable because we were in a pandemic, so... Okay, so we'll, 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 we'll level set and we'll do some baselines when things are whatever normal is going to be. Yeah, less yes. pandemic-y, yes, and, yes. And we'll see, you know, but uh, certainly mm -hmm. I, I am getting more done quicker, uh, which, and I mean, it, it feels weird to complain that I now have, you know two hours of intense productivity uh, because that's awesome, but it also means that I work like two hours a day and then I feel guilty because, you know, yeah. shouldn't I be working eight hours a day? Yeah, but there's also the the thing um, you get, like, now when you go to the grocery store. It isn't a wild kaleidoscope of things seeking your attention at all moments, and you cannot help but... Yes, I plow through with list in one hand and you know, whatnot, and get it done, and that's 
awesome. Yeah. I'm a fan. So, yes, many things are easier. Yeah. Okay. I just feel like I should have some kind of empirical happiness chart. That, <laughs> uh, which, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay, now that I'm saying that, that sounds really, really not a thing. No, there are mood trackers where you can actually measure that sort of thing. I don't believe in those. Like, because... <laughs> I overthink them. Like, how do you feel right now? And I'm just like, fuck if I know. I was, I felt sort of happy until you made me confront it. And now that's over with. Now uh, am I not happy enough? Shit, now I'm anxious about my mood. Yeah, I, mood trackers don't work on me. Okay, that's, that's, yeah. Um, back to Tango. Yeah, sorry, Back to Tango. Tango. Yeah. Uh, the discussion of new tech acquisition reminded me that I've been wanting a new laptop for a while, even though I only really use one when I travel or occasionally to stream something to the TV when no other option is available. See Jackbox Games. Not having traveled in a while, I was having a problem justifying the purchase, especially since I'd want to go for something a bit hefty on the specs that I'd want to last a while. As I had this thought, my work phone beeped at me and my brain made a connection. Okay, so... I'm going to summarize this real quick. Tango works really hard. Oh my God, does he ever. Does not get overtime. Does not get comp time. Or only gets so much comp time. And it has to be within the same pay period. And like, uh, I expect it to be called to deal with things that my boss would normally handle when he's on vacation. I've been working really hard. Like 81 hours at what should have been an 80 hour pay period this last one. And... Tango needs to have his ITIL V4 certification by the end of June. Back to Tango. Getting through the next four weeks of interns, plus new hires, plus my boss's vacation, getting the certification, that's going to be worth celebrating. And I know how I'm going to celebrate now. And I may still take a four-day weekend. I don't blame you. Take that four-day weekend. Yes. No I've, one ever complained. Yeah, no one is on their deathbed going, I should have worked that extra day. Yeah. I mean, probably someone is if they've been killed because of their job right that minute. But, like, you're not dying of old age worried that you took a four-day weekend. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, take your vacation time, people. Use your comp time. Yeah. Um, uh, from Kier. I always get that one mangled. I'm very sorry. Um, I'm also catching up on this podcast. Uh, you, Kevin, mentioned using Zapier to in a, to listen to your slash Ursula's square and then add a line entry in a spreadsheet when there's a sale. Effing useful. Can you please share that script or syntax? It's I don't even know what that means. Uh, Zapier is an automation tool and um, we had the CEO on and founder uh, uh, I want to say two years ago now. Wade, really great guy. Love talking to him. Um, honestly, I will try to share it from the Zapier dashboard. I've never made one public or shared a recipe, but honestly, it was as simple as going to, okay, yes, connect to Square. Okay, here's what I want you to listen for. Okay, great. Connect to Google, uh, dry, connect to Google Sheets, select the spreadsheet I want to shove it into, and then, okay, yeah, here's, here's what I want in columns. Done. It was redonkulous. Um, I still don't know what it is. Yeah, that's fine. You don't have to. Okay. You, know, you know how I can just sort of roll up to your to your thing and say, "Hey, you made this much on credit cards every day, uh, each day of a con." Okay, we're talking about a convention. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. When when you when you do the thing, it pushes like a copy of 
how much that was to a spreadsheet You're talking I have. about recipes and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, are you tracking my spending on Square? Because I don't think you're allowed to do that. No. Because, uh, no. you know, we have separate bank accounts and stuff. And also yeah. recipes. I don't cook. It got, I was very confused, but I'm glad you know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So um, there's, there's that. Yes. Um, okay. So uh, from Jasmine, I'm so sorry for your loss. No matter how prepared you are, it always comes too soon. This is in reference to Ernie. Thank you so much. And again, thank you to everyone who has sent in, um, you know, your well wishes and condolences and things. Um, we are both, um, you know, kind of practiced at this sort of thing. And also we have grown to encompass the different griefs over time. Yeah, it's um, it's it's not that it gets easy, but it gets familiar. Yeah, and it's I think it's sort of like going to the emergency room. Mm -hmm. The first time you have to go for something, oh it's my god! Like oh oh dear lord, uh, do I have a sucking chest wound? What's going on? Right? Uh, do I deserve to be here? The tenth time you go in, because you know uh, whatever reason, you're like oh hey. Good to yeah. see you all again. And it's, I, I think grief is like that. It's not that you're in any less pain, but it's familiar. You know, you'll be in, you know, you'll leave again. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're used to it. Yeah. 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 And, and there was a great illustration I showed of how your grief doesn't grow, but you grow around it. It doesn't actually get smaller. You get bigger. As yeah. It were. Yeah. Um, I'll see if I can find that, but I was terrible. Uh, yesterday was very scattered, and I didn't get a chance to, to save that link. All right, from Sharon. Um, really enjoyed this episode, especially Claire's way of handling success. I keeping a list of fun and cool things that are just a little too much money or just a little too frivolous to be an everyday enjoyment, and deploying them at will as rewards while refraining from while not refraining from daily life pleasures. Um, I'm currently collecting my own list of things and trying to rank them for small, medium, and large successes. I am aces at finding things I'd like to spend money on, mostly travel and books. So this should be exciting. I, yes, no. Um, the thing is that I don't consider like a, a book, a reward books or necessities. They always have been. It's, you know, even minor business expenses. Yeah, I know. I mean, not my books personally, like unless you're another author, you can't write off buying my books as a business expense. But if you're an author, you can write off all the books as a business expense. And believe me, I do. Their research. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, also from Sharon. Um, also, thank God for ebooks or else we'd be living in a second house while the books had the first house. I mean, yes, the first house is called a library and we would own our own at that point, like a real one. <laughs> Um, all right, from Sharon, I previously thought that the dozens of conversations I was having with myself at all times were symptoms of anxiety. Well, they can be. But maybe not so much, given that an amphetamine clears them out like cobwebs. Okay, that's, no, that's ADHD. Yeah. Also, for anyone who's They're comorbid a lot. It's yeah, okay. I know, I know, I know. Um, also, for anyone who's interested, ADHD testing is not particularly standardized, even by region. Oh, God, that's true. One of my friends got diagnosed via a battery of neuropsych tests over the course of four hours at a specialty testing center. Oh, my God, that must have been insane for them. Um, I mean, it must have been very difficult. Yes. You not... have ADHD, and now you have to do tests for four hours. No. Mm. Um, and I basically talked to two different mental health professionals for an hour each. We both live in the same city in Massachusetts, but have different insurance. Ah, there's the rub. Yep. 
I still sometimes trip myself up on the question of whether I really have a brain thing or modern life is just unspeakably difficult for everyone without chemical assistance. But given that the chemical assistance works and my insurance pays for it, it probably doesn't matter. And I, th this, this always sort of twigs me because you see things go around like maybe you don't have ADHD, modern capitalism is just horrible for you. And yes, yes. that's true. I don't want to downplay how awful capitalism is. But even if we lived in fully automated luxury gay space communism, I would still have to go back into my space condo five times because I forgot things as I was leaving the house. Yeah. It's, it, there, is, there is no amount of utopia that will make, that will change my brain chemistry. It, would, it, 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 it might stop large parts of it from getting worse, like the right, anxiety right. Yeah, 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 and depression, yeah. you know, certainly are not helped by external factors, but... Uh, my serotonin levels are never going to be, you know, quite right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I've commented a lot about my ADHD diagnosis. I've done my Blitz listen through this month, but I feel like this is an audience who can appreciate how magical getting the brain wrangled feels. Oh my God. Yeah. And it's worth going back through and reading all of Sharon's uh, comments. I have read them all. It's just, again, like, for reasons of time, I can't read them all on air. Um, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's, yeah, no, sorting your brain is, is, or even starting on sorting your brain is an extraordinary thing. And yeah. I understand also all the people who don't do it because what if that's not the problem? And the hope that maybe you could sort your brain is more, is powerful compared to the fear <laughs> that, no, you're really just like this and there's no excuse. I've right. been there. Believe right. me, I understand. Yeah. Um, as, as a side note here, I cast myself as Tigger in the stage adaptation of A.A. A. Milne I wrote and forced my friends to perform in with me in the fifth grade. So there is that. Yeah. Narcoleptic. Or nihilistic, not narcoleptic. Evil nihilistic Tigger. Yeah. <laughs> not you. I'm sure you were a lovely Tigger. Yes. Um, all right. Uh, last comment from Sharon. Um, and this was uh, in... About the episode I did when I interviewed our friend Jen. Yes. Yes. Our our lovely centipede assassin in D and D. Um, the the character is a centipede. She does not assassinate centipedes. Right. Right. She, she is a, an assassin large... who is a centipede. Yes. Yes. And, uh, yeah. and our D and D group is is interesting. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. Loved this episode, and I hope you can have Jen back on to tangent for about for two hours just about French and contextual meanings. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, I was hired onto a company a few years ago when the GHS product label standard developed in the EU was adopted by OSHA. Essentially, these are new safety, the, the new safety emojis. All the company's product labels and safety documents had to be updated to the new standard. They also sold products into South America, Mexico, and Canada, and I spoke enough Spanish and French to find the relevant sections in the EU documents and copy the correct text onto our documents. This was actually a good enough solution until a sales dude sold one of the product lines into Saudi Arabia without asking what the legal requirements for labeling were there and promising a delivery date in the very near future. Surprise, it costs tens of thousands of dollars to get the proper consultation and official translations, and all that puts the production schedule behind by several months. As you said in the episode, it is extremely beneficial to take sojourns to other departments in your company. Yeah. Uh, you can learn a lot by working with another team. I, I work with other teams inside the greater division um, at, you know, uh, regular frequency, and I talk to people outside my team all the time. 
tiny orange agrees. And yeah, well, tiny orange thinks my head is filthy right now. Is now cleaning me. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry for those of you at home who cannot see this, but Kevin is sitting there grimly while tiny orange uh, licks the top of his bald I, head. I don't know if you can hear her purring. And if you hear a scrape, scrape, scrape noise, that is the sound of her tongue on my stubble. Yes. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. uh, she she does this, and she becomes quite agitated if not allowed to continue. Yes. So. And Kevin occasionally, I have to like tilt my head, otherwise she'll start to like focus on one spot, and I'm like, "Can't you get the spot now? Now you've done all these other spots, and this one spot itches a little. Could you not get that one?" And she's like, "No, no, I'm just going to go. Like, I'm trying to get her to get that there, that right there. Oh yeah, right there, right there. Oh, that's a good spot. Okay." That okay. Now it got weird. Yeah. Um, oh, come on. Like, you don't make that sort of noise. No, not the claws to move my head around. Come on. I'm uh, trying yeah, to... eventually yeah. she's like, no, hold still and grabs her his head with her claws. And... I mean, it's it's sort of a gentle claw, but she's like, no, no. It's, it's like when, when your hairstylist tilts your head a particular way. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's what she wants to do. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Uh... Anyway. So anyway, next, yeah. next. Next, next is actually a, a note from Dino about last week's episode. Okay. Yes. This was such a great episode. I cackled at multiple points. Also, much love to Corey for giving a shout-out to her querios out here, XOXOX. Thank you, Dino. Um, Corey actually came back almost immediately with a reply, um, as these things go. Um, hey, thanks, Dino, and how could I not? After all, I is one. I, I'm so happy. Next week, we will be starting to talk, uh, starting our... our conversation with Dino, and I'm so happy to be doing it, because I love talking to Dino, and uh, the, the feedback has been everybody loves hearing from Dino, so we're gonna, we're gonna do that. Um, and, uh, hi. Yes, yes, Orange Cat, chill. Um, see, that's it no for letters. No chill, only groom. No, she's, she, oh, now she wants to groom my hand. So, you know what, thank, I, I want to thank everybody, uh, uh, Corey, Dino, Sharon, Jasmine, Cure, uh, Tango, Damien, uh, Mary Andrea, and Sarah for writing in, and I especially want to thank Sarah for the planner page. Um, we will, jeez, oh, um, you know what, I'm going to take care of this, and we'll, we'll be right back after um, this. She's going to get down to bone in a minute. Oh, fuck. And we are back. And now she's moved to my desk. Is she, she licking your desk? No, she's licking my hand on my mouse or on my tra trackball. It makes it very difficult sometimes. She, uh, one of her, this is the cat who uh, who insists on grooming Hound. Yes. And Hound is so patient with it, but she gives mm -hmm. you this look like, "Please help me." Yes. Oh God. <laughs> um. So hey, um, what is our word for this week? Ah. Uh, crap um i don't think we could I, I mean i'm all in favor of using aw crap but i don't think that's really relevant to the episode no uh <laughs> I, I relevancy i don't know what is relevant what is what is anything what is time what is space who am i 
Okay, yeah, so... Um, more letters. More letters. I, that one might have been used before. Still more letters. Yeah, okay, I'll see if I can fit that. If not, I'll be back here re-recording this to put in, you know, and you'll hear, uh, what's the word? The word is, you know, still more letters. Or <laughs> like a yes. bad dub. Um, <laughs> you know what? How about we shorten it to just still more? S-T-I-L-L-M-O-R-E. I'm... I know that one. Yes, I know that one hasn't been used, has it, sweetie? Okay, yeah, yes, okay. I will put my hand back on my trackball now. Um, still more. Still more, word. yeah. Uh, you can find out more about the badge codes and what they do and how to enter them onto the website at productivityalchemy.com. And while you're there, you can find show notes, yep. past episodes, yep. and ways to support us which we hope you won't use because nope. we are doing fine. Yep. So if you want to give money to somebody, it is Pride Month, and uh, we suggest Trans Lifeline. We do. Uh, Trans Lifeline is one of, uh, I think, the best charities out there uh, to get help to at-risk trans youth, um, at-risk trans adults. It was built and you know, by trans people for trans people, is staffed by trans people for trans people. It is an amazing organization to uh, support, and it comes so highly recommended from many, many of my friends. Yes. So that, yes. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Throw them a few bucks yep. and uh, help somebody yeah. out. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if, if you want to go back, I've put the charity spotlight at the top of every single show note since we started doing it. If you want to go back and find some of the other ones and donate to them, uh, yeah, do that too. That's cool. Yes. That's cool. Uh, but also tell your friends. Um, yes. Tell, you know, share, like, um, talk about it on Twitter. I've had some great Twitter conversations with, with listeners. Uh, even better, um, one of Are our... Are talking about the show or the charity? Both. Okay. Yeah. Um, but even better, I'm, I'm looking over here at my, like, my upcoming shows for the next two months. I have shows into August right now. Fabulous. Um, but one of these is somebody that Dino was like, you have to talk to this person. You absolutely ha have to talk to my friend. I love recommendations like that. Yes. Right? Especially when it comes with an introduction like, Kevin, this is Alexis. Alexis, this is Kevin. And um, no, it's, it's great. And I love having that sort of a, a bridge and talking to them. And it's a great interview. I cannot wait to share it with you in late July. <laughs> so volunteer as tribute, or if you have friends who you think should be volunteered as tribute, uh, ask them if you can send their contact. Yes, them. yes. Uh, I believe uh, we don't want anyone who's voluntold. That's yes. the important thing. Do not voluntell people. Yes. They just uh, ask yeah. first. Consent is important. But, yes, yes. Uh, yes, but often mm -hmm. people do not realize they are fascinating. Oh, yeah. Or, Whereas you, their friend, knows perfectly well they're fascinating. Yeah, or someone will be like, oh, you don't really want to talk to me. My job is so boring. We start to dig in, and there are all these little fiddly bits. and Or they'll be passionate about a, a hobby or something, and uh, it's just great. Yeah. It's just fun. Um, and I want to talk to as many different people in as many different fields as possible. So, still working on a couple. Still yeah. working on a couple. But I, I have, anyway, I have some great things lined up for the next two months, uh, moving into the next three months. So, um, yeah, that's it for this week. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for writing in. Um, again, I read all of the comments. I read all of the letters. I just, sometimes we don't have enough time to, to read them all on air. Uh, and on that note, I hope you all have a good week. And, uh, and I hope you're having, if, if you celebrate, I hope you're having a good pride. Yes. And uh, on that, you know, I hope you, you know, stay productive.
Absolutely. Go groom somebody's head. No. Or were you talking to the cat? Or were you talking to the internet? There's an uh, important distinction here. Anyone on the internet whose productivity includes grooming somebody's head is welcome to take that advice. Okay, as long as they obtain consent first. I mean, Little Orange doesn't, but she's a cat. Uh, I, Any I, cats listening, you, you pretty much get to. Humans, ask consent first. Yes, yeah. 